It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is August 10th, 2018. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can always follow me on Twitter at philiprr-omd. I hope you enjoyed our last episode talking with Jeff Eisenband of the Post Game and the NBA Twitch channel. We talked about Magic Gaming and the success of, or at least the the the, the first season of the NBA 2K League. Of course, the NBA 2K League has its final regular season games. Started Thursday night. They'll continue Friday night. And Magic Gaming at the center of it all. Big two games. They need just one win to make the playoffs. They'll play at noon against the against Cavs Legion DC, and then again at five against Celtics Crossover Gaming. Again, one win for Magic Gaming will send them to the first ever NBA 2K League playoffs. Entering the final week of play, Magic Gaming sitting in fifth place, setting up a potential first round series or first round playoff game against Heat Gaming. I know we want to see that, and I know we want to beat the Miami Heat, a team that that Magic Gaming has trained against. So definitely check that out. You can find that on the NBA 2K League's Twitch channel. Just go to twitch.com and search for the NBA 2K League. Of course, just like there's a podcast for the Orlando Magic, there's a podcast covering every team in the NBA and many in the NFL. I know I was watching a bit of the Bucks taking on the Miami Dolphins. The Jaguars played the Saints. If you're looking for a recap of those preseason openers, you can check them out on the Locked On Podcast Network. Just search for Locked On Bucks, Locked On Dolphins, or Locked On Jaguars. Those advertisements out of the way. This advertisement coming up next. I won't put it. In, I won't put an inline ad here. I'll wait till the end until the end for that. This advertisement coming up next Friday is schedule day in the NBA. The NBA schedule will be released on Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. That means. This episode is going to be a little bit shorter because we'll be back Saturday for a special weekend edition of Locked on Magic. I'll break down the NBA schedule, I'll break down the Magic schedule, what to look for, when the big road trips are, my highlights as I as I take my first glance at the NBA schedule. We'll be able to plan the next six or seven months of our lives, so let's talk a little bit about it. We'll talk a little bit about, about that on Saturday, so definitely keep an eye out for that. We'll do more schedule breakdown on Monday's episode of Locked On Magic. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. But today, I wanted to talk very briefly about someone that that we haven't talked very much about this summer. Someone who's 
again, been something of an afterthought, someone who hasn't gotten the attention that maybe he deserves after what was really a, a fine season for him. There's a lot of excitement about Jonathan Isaac, rightfully so. There's a lot of excitement about Aaron Gordon, rightfully so. Mohamed Bamba's taken a lot of attention. I think a lot of people uh, are intrigued to see what the Magic do with the rest of their roster, whether it's Nikola Vucevic on an expiring contract or Evan Fournier um, playing really, really well, but maybe not in the right role or not part of the team's future. Even Terrence Ross, um, who's pretty active on social media and, and, and was missed a lot last year because of the injuries, is someone we've talked a lot about. But the one guy we haven't really talked about was one of the key players from last year's team and a guy who really exemplified the, how so many players had good seasons and had career years and didn't quite put it all together. But Jonathan Simmons, undoubtedly, stepped up into the new role the Magic asked him to play. He was someone that took another step in his game and took um, the opportunity that was presented to him and, and ran with it in major ways without complaining, without doing much of anything, just ducking his head and playing the game. That's kind of what Jonathan Simmons has always done in his career. He went undrafted out of Houston. He had to go pay to try out for the G League, for the D League at the time. Made the Austin Toros roster. Played well there. Got picked up by the San Antonio Spurs. Started playing virtually no minutes. Shined when given the opportunity. Got a second second chance. Was part of the rotation, but not a big part of the rotation. In every measure last year, Simmons playing his first real serious role shined for the Orlando Magic. Getting him on a, on a frankly, a bargain three-year, $18 million contract. Simmons averaged 13.9 points per game, a career high. Averaged 46.5% shooting, solid for him as well. 33.8% from beyond the arc. Averaged 29.4 minutes per game, by far his career high. He had a defined role and was a key part of the team, starting 50 games. He started 10 games in the two previous seasons. Started 50 last year. But it's not just that he had those raw numbers and and an increase in minutes led to more production. He was more efficient and effective too. His effective field goal percentage was 51.1%, a very solid mark considering uh, how poor of a shooter he can be from the three-point line. Per 36 minutes, his scoring went up from 12.5 points per 36 minutes in his first year with a real role in 2017 to 17.1 points per 36 minutes for the Magic last year. We saw that Simmons had these bursts of scoring, scoring 30 points against the Milwaukee Bucks, dropping 20 points in a quarter against the Cleveland Cavaliers as two 30-point games. We saw that he was a dynamic attacker. We saw that he was a streaky three-point shooter. He could make them in in bunches. But now the next question remains. The biggest question facing any young player, and, and Simmons at 29, is, is, is young and experienced, but not in age. The big question facing Jonathan Simmons now as he enters the 2019 season, and a career that's been nothing but getting asked big questions. The question is, can he do it again? Things have changed for the Orlando Magic. 
Simmons was starting last year at the three. Terrence Ross will now be back. Certainly a much better shooter, maybe a more complimentary player to what the Magic have. A much more, I would say, solid and consistent defensive player as well um, in, in some ways. And Jonathan Isaac is lurking behind them both. In fact, I, I'm still penciling in Jonathan Isaac as the, as the opening day starter, but a lot of people want to say that Terrence Ross is probably it. Jonathan Simmons, again, kind of pushed to the wayside a little bit, despite that production. And, and some of that is a recognition that, yeah, maybe Simmons is best on the ball coming off the bench. He's best maybe playing with second units where he can really dominate games a little bit more with the scoring. Something that was everyone kind of knew was there, but really emerged last year. It's going to be one of the more interesting battles in camp to see who takes that small forward spot in the starting lineup. Whether Steve Clifford values Simmons and, and his potential defensively and, and switching ability. Whether he likes Terrence Ross or whether he just gives it to the young guy, Jonathan Isaac, who eventually will be a starter at one of the forward spots. But Simmons has a lot to prove. Last year, he played 2,029 minutes. He had that's almost half of the total minutes that he's played in three years in the NBA in regular season games. Almost half. He blew past his previous career high of 1,392 minutes really by the two-thirds point of the season. And he admitted it later in the year that he was feeling a little bit of the fatigue. That playing that many minutes, putting that many miles was, was not something he really knew how to prepare for. And so part of doing it again is, again, understanding what it takes to make it through a whole NBA season with the defined role and the attention the Magic were giving him. Unfortunately for Jonathan Simmons, the work that he would have to put in got off to a bit of a false start. Simmons, of course, missing the final 12 games of the season with a wrist injury that required surgery. He is out of the cast, but Jonathan Simmons is not a guy who shares a lot on social media. We haven't seen a lot of him online. That's okay. We respect his privacy. Let him work on his own time. I know Simmons is a guy that works his butt off. He has to be to get where he is, and he's not someone that's going to be satisfied with a career year like he had last year. And asking these questions, saying, can you do it again? Casting that doubt, and questions don't mean doubt, don't get me wrong, but it's always difficult to do the trick again. And consistency remains a big issue, especially from beyond the arc for a guy like Jonathan Simmons. This will be a big season for Jonathan Simmons, obviously. The third year of his contract is non-guaranteed. So essentially, he is in a contract year. He is a free agent, perhaps. He's got to prove to Jeff Weltman and John Hammond and Steve Clifford that he is a part of this team in whatever capacity they think of. Again, perhaps, probably coming off the bench as a sixth man. But Simmons has a lot to reclaim, too. 
while he focused more offensively, his defensive numbers began to slip. As imperfect as they are, his defensive box plus minus dropped to minus 1.3. He was 1.3 points per 100 possessions worse than the average player. How much of that was because of the Magic's poor defense and the lineups that he was in certainly could be a part of it. But his defensive win shares also dropped to 1.1. He wasn't contributing as much on the defensive end, it seems. And even on-off numbers, Simmons wasn't quite there. He definitely didn't have the strong defensive presence that the Magic hoped for. In fact, Simmons' 110.9 defensive rating while he was on the floor, the Magic's 110.9 defensive rating while Simmons was on the floor, was the third worst mark of any player on the team. Again, how much of that is a product of the lineups that he was in? And how much of that was Simmons maybe not being a strong, def- not being as strong defensively because of the focus he had to put on offense? Certainly, being outside of the Spurs ecosystem hurt him there as well. And so, there is something for Jonathan Simmons to reclaim this year, and he'll be given that opportunity because he is still one of the better players on this team. Certainly, one of the better creators on this team. Someone who can get to the paint, finish near the basket if not still growing as a distributor, perhaps. Simmons, despite the success that he had last year, still has a lot to prove. And proving that he can do it again, that he can make good again on what worked and what was successful in his first year in Orlando, is going to be one of the bigger storylines of the 2019 season. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic, like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. Be sure to follow me online at R underscore OMD. We'll have the latest on the Orlando Magic schedule. We'll, we'll break it down very quickly on a special Saturday episode of Locked on Magic, so be sure to stick by your uh, Twitter accounts, your your iTunes subscriptions, wherever you, wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to check for that download on Saturday, um, Saturday morning probably, to get the latest on the Orlando Magic schedule. We'll break it down as well on orlandomagicdaily.com. Be sure to follow at omagicdaily when the schedule is released for links and more information. We'll definitely be chatting all about the schedule on there. Don't forget as well that we are looking for your submissions for the most popular Magic player in team history. However you want to define popularity, we're looking for your nominations. Who are the players that we should consider and where should we rank them on our top? what's going to be our top 25, maybe even 30, list of the, of the most popular players 
in Magic history. You can submit your nominations at Omagic Daily. Be sure to follow at Omagic Daily all week next week. I'll be putting up a poll to give you the fan a voice in who is the most popular player in Magic history. So I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear your contributions before we make our final list as a staff over at Orlando Magic Daily. Again, submit those nominations and follow us online at Daily. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, we'll see you all again Saturday as we break down the Orlando Magic schedule. Until then, I'll see you all again for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.